Chapter 1 The Boiling Corner Chapel Choir sped across the heart of England like a nest of singing birds, and as they crossed the Welsh border there was a spontaneous outburst of We'll keep a welcome in the hillsides. Not even when the coach ground to a halt an hour or so later in a puff of smoke dark enough to hide a demon king did their spirits sink. Not at first, anyway. No sweat, assured their driver, Merv Golightly, whose broad smile and cheerful manner had been honed at the wheel of a Luton taxi. We're only half an hour away. I'll fix this in a jiffy. Several jiffies later, Joe Sixsmith got out and strolled round to join Merv at the open bonnet. The two of them had been workmates at Robco Engineering of Luton, till the economic miracle workers of the sick eighties had told them to take up their P-45s and walk. Joe's years of working at a lathe and on a much-loved, much-regretted Morris Oxford had left him with a high degree of mechanical expertise, but Merv's years of driving a forklift truck had never taken him beyond the bang-it-with-a-spanner school of repair. The spanner was in Merv's hand now, the same outsized length of metal nicknamed Percy, which he kept beneath his taxi seat for those situations which neither his cheerful manner nor broad smile could diffuse. Hang about, Merv, said Joe, seeing the spanner poised menacingly. Let the dog see the rabbit. It didn't take long, and it wasn't a rabbit, but a dead donkey. Oil pump's gone, he said. Merv, where'd you buy this heap of junk? At a transport museum boot sale? Aye, I've got all the safety suits and such. You've seen them, said Merv, hurt. Well, this was true. Joe had insisted on seeing them as soon as he heard Merv had not only extended his personal transport service to include coach hire, but had put in the lowest bid for the Boiling Corner expedition to Wales. It was Rev Pott, pastor and choirmaster, who made the final choice, but many of the choristers, led by Joe's aunt Mirabel, were convinced Joe had put in a fix. Can you patch it up? asked Merv, hopefully. His hope was mirrored on the faces of Rev Pot and others who'd also congregated round the bonnet. No way, said Joe dolefully. Needs a new pump, at least, which means it needs a garage. All eyes turned to the empty road ahead. There were fewer signs of life there than in Westminster on a Friday, and they'd passed no human habitation for at least ten miles. Then Joe, with a politician's timing, let a broad smile dawn on his face and said, so, no problem. I'll just call up help, and produced his mobile phone.